Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good day and welcome to the fourth episode in the current series of After the Fact on Clamars Community Radio. I'm your host, John Nolan, and thank you for joining me this evening for another trivia quiz over the next hour or so. Tonight, the questions will all be to do with the letter D, and let's meet the teams. We've got some excellent quizzers in the house tonight, starting on the blue team. And we're going, this year, of course, we're doing first name alphabetically. So hello to a returning player coming to us from... A very bright room in Boyle Counters Common. It's Miss Carol Cronin. Good evening, Carol. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling tonight? Grand. Back for another series. Welcome back. Well, welcome back. You are. You are. And your teammate, a man with excellent leadership skills, as demonstrated last year when he stepped into the role midway through the season of being the, the leader of the blue team in what we now call the feudal era of After the Fact. Anyway, we'll say hello to last year's blue team captain, Mr. John Cribben. Good evening, John. Hello, John. How are you? Oh, well, I'm good, John. You're a bit quiet there. We might boost your microphone level. There. Sit closer to the eye. Yeah, do that, John. Okay, we're going to come back to your room in a bit. We'll come back to you in a bit, John. Cause yeah, <laughs> you're in a unusual situation tonight, there. But you're welcome. <laughs> we'll talk to you in a second. Your teammate is another returning player. However, he is fresh, hot off a transfer from the Reds to the Blues. So he's making his blue debut tonight. A man who's been on the show, I think, five or six times. This is Mr. Patrick Mulrennan. Good evening, Patrick. Hi John, how are you? I'm good. How are you feeling about taking to the field for the other side? Well, as I said, I'm, I'm happy to quiz. So There you go. Have quiz, we'll travel. Yes. Nice mercenary attitude. Well, anyway, you're welcome to tonight's show. I, I'm, I feel I'm more like a purple player today. <laughs> like those American states where it could go either way. That's it. I'm a swing, I'm a swing state. Okay, good. good. That's what we'll, that could be your nickname. On the other side, we've got uh, for the Reds, a debutante tonight originally from the UK, he quizzes for Ireland, and he's now living in Spain. Hello, Mr. David Lee. Hola, buenas tardes. How are you doing, David? Pretty good, John, pretty good. Um, yeah, just enjoying the end of another beautiful sunny day here, you know. Well, I'm delighted for you, but it was actually, the sun was actually shining in Ireland today, so I don't feel the envy I might have been able to expect to feel. But anyway, you're welcome, David. Good to have you here for your debut tonight. And uh, Thank you, good to be here. Now, another debutante is on your team, and she's coming to us from the city of Dublin. It's Miss Karen Crofton. Good evening, Karen. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good now. Yeah, you're telling us that you're in a, in a room with some nice art on the walls there. She's got some nice prints from Star Wars. I was very impressed myself. At the... You're making a debut as well tonight, Karen, so I wish you the best. And the final player on the red team is a returning player from last year, Mr. Sean McDermott. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, John. Sean there, you may notice, is also quiet. Uh, <laughs> and the reason he's quiet is he's on the exact same microphone as John Cribben. They are, yeah. despite the fact they are on opposite teams, they are examples of, you know, ebony and ivory working together in perfect harmony. They are in the one room. We're making sure nobody's cheating. <laughs> so as, if we hear any, you know, body going, ow, well, there will probably be one of you who will have stepped on the other one's toe or something, just as they're about More than to. likely, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, best of luck to one and all for tonight. 
Thank you. Now, before we start with the questions, let's go and meet the final member of the team. It is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Hello, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. I am really looking forward to some hard questions about D. D, 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 D. Okay, thank you, Clancy. Well, we will move on with the show. And uh... Right, so we're going to start with round one, which is multiple choice. It's the blue team starting tonight because... Reds won the coin toss in the series, and we're just doing every second show. So, Blues, you are up first. And like I said, we're doing it by uh, first names. So, Carol, Cronin, you are answering the first question tonight. In this round, of course, uh, each player will get asked a question. I'll be giving them the three potential right answers. If they give me the right answer on their own, they get two points for their side. If they need to confer the teammates, that's fine, but they'll only get one point for a correct answer. And if they give me a wrong answer, though, at any point, it w- the other two options will be offered across. The other side can confer and maybe get one bonus point. Carol, here's your question. Probably the most famous D in the country right now. But what does Michael D. Higgins' middle initial stand for? Your options are Dermot is A, B is Dara, or C is Daniel. Uh, I think it's Daniel. You think it's Daniel. And it is good for two points. Well done. Daniel, or uh, if I was to be very fair, I could also have accepted Donal, because that's the Irish for Daniel, and he uh, uses that when he is being spoken of in the Irish language. He called himself Michal Donal. But Michael Daniel is also what it is in English. So that's two points for you. Well done. Across we go to the red team, and the first player there is Mr. David Lee. David, here's your question. The Australian city of Darwin is the largest and capital city of which Australian region? Your options are A, Western Australia, B, Northern Territory, or C, South Australia. Darwin's right up in the tropical hotbed in the Northern Territory. Excellently worked out. That is correct. Darwin is the capital uh, city of the Northern Territory. Back over we go to the Blues and John Cribben, you're up next. While the Sega Dreamcast was the first home console to support DLC, Microsoft's Xbox console helped popularize the concept. In this current seventh generation of video game consoles, DLC is a prevalent feature of most major video game platforms with internet connectivity. But can you tell me please, what do the letters DLC stand for? Options available are A, direct line charge, B, downloadable content, or C, disc linking capabilities. Have you gotten any DLC? I'm going to confer, just to be safe. Okay, he's going to confer with Carol and Patrick. Do you guys know what the letters in the context of video games DLC stand for? Is it A, direct line charge, B, downloadable content, or C, disc linking capabilities? I don't have any um, ideas, Carol. I've never heard of this term. Um, I don't think it's the first one. There's not, think, not many video game players on the blue team tonight, clearly. You, know, you don't think it's direct line chart? Would it be down, how would it be downloadable content? Surely that's just a DC. Downloadable would be one word. But yeah, what was the third option then? Disc, disc linking link capabilities. Capabilities. Now, that was the one I was drawn towards. But... That, that does sound, because obviously they, they work on a disc, but then there's other stuff, isn't there? Yeah. You can, you Live can get... stuff, I suppose, yeah. Okay, what are you going to say, blue team? Take a punt on that one, I suppose. So you're might, going for as well. C, disc yeah. linking capabilities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm afraid it's incorrect. So, red team, you can get a one point bonus here and you can chat about it too. 
David, Karen and Sean. The other options are A, direct line charge or B, downloadable content. Downloadable content. <laughs> yeah, sounds like better to me. See, and yeah. Sean was sitting there beside you, Johnny. Knew it. I knew it all the time. I know. <laughs> I could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. I was like, this is this is going to be the running team of tonight's episode. I think the two of them sitting there. Yeah, it's going to be the other person to know the answer. <laughs> anyway, that's great. Uh, downloadable content is what DLC stands for in the context of video games. Now, I don't know, Patrick. You're right. It should be DC, but. The L gets its own well, letter. It's, it's, Don't know why. It's, it's pedantic teacher in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to stick with the red team. And it's Karen's question. Karen, after initially gaining recognition as an actor on the teen drama TV series Degrassi, The Next Generation, Aubrey Graham released his debut solo album Thank Me Later in 2010, which debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200. Since then, he's become one of the world's best-selling recording artists and popularized what is known as the Toronto Sound. But under which stage name does Aubrey Graham perform? So your options are A, Drake, B, Duke Jumont, or C, Jason Derulo. Drake. Didn't even have to think about that one. That was straight in there. That's correct for two points, Uh, Mr. Drake. And yes, he's from Toronto. Big fan of the basketball team up there, if anyone watched them winning the NBA last year. Now, uh, back over we go. Final player on the blue team is Patrick. And Patrick, this is your question. Lamo Don Dup. That's L H A M O D H O N D U P. Right? Lamo Don Dup, born 1935, is the birth name of which world figure? Your options are A. Pope Francis, B. The Dalai Lama, or C. Grand Ayatollah Khamenei. So, which of those three was born in 1935? Lamo Don Dup. Is, is that one word, John? Which one? Clano Don Dup. No, that's two. It's Clamo. Clamo. Obviously, big first name where this person's from. And uh, and he's one of the Don Dups. Okay. Right. Right. So is it A, Pope Francis? Yep. Is it B, the Dalai Lama? Or is it C, Grand Ayatollah Khamenei? 1935. That's... This is a bit where Patrick confers with himself. Yeah, 65, 85, 85. I don't think Francis is 85 years old. It could be the other, you know, Ayatollah. Okay, I'm going to I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 100% certain. Right. I mean, I'm leaning towards the Dalai Lama, but I'm not 100% certain. I should probably confer to oh. maybe okay. hopefully get the point. You're conferring with your teammates, that's fine. So in uh, you come, uh, Carol and John. Options are Pope Francis is A, the Dalai Lama is B, Grand Ayatollah Khamenei is C. I'd be leaning towards the Dalai Lama as well, I suppose, because of the yeah. letter well, D as well. Well, yeah, yeah but this and, and also the name. The names doesn't it doesn't it's Francis is Argentinian, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So his name would be Spanish. But, but I still don't think he's eighty. I don't think he's eighty. No, he's not, because he's one of the younger. That name is kind of um, Tibetan. Yeah, Tibetan. Is yeah. What, I was really what are we playing? We say Dalai Lama then. Dalai I think Lama. So. Okay. Yeah. And it's correct yeah. for a point. Well done. Yeah. Right, final question round. Sean McDermott, you're in, and this is it. On the 28th of February 1953, Francis Crick interrupted the patrons' lunchtime at the Eagle Pub in Cambridge, the UK to announce that he and James Watson had discovered the secret of life. 
But what had they actually discovered? A, the shape of DNA. B, the type of acid contained within DNA. Or C, that DNA was responsible for inheritance. I'm thinking it was the shape of DNA. I'll go with that. You're going with that? Yeah. And it's correct. Well done. Very good. Mm -hmm. That's right. They had discovered and proven the double uh, helix shape of the DNA molecule. Right. End of the round. Let's go and uh, check with Clancy. Hopefully everyone can hear how the score stand. Blue team three points. Red team seven points. Okay. We've got decisive lead there for the red team after round one. Okay, on we go at round two. This is our connections round. In this round, the team that is in will get two pieces of info. If they can tell me what links them to tonight's theme, they get three points. They can ask for a third piece of information and indeed a fourth piece of information, but they'll be playing for two points and one point respectively in those cases. The wrong answer though at any stage, no matter how early, we'll see all four pieces of info given across to decide who could get a one point bonus. Okay, we're going to go with the team that's trailing, which is the blue team. So, Carol, John, and Patrick, here are the first two pieces of information for you. Saint Dovon, that's spelled D U B H A, Father N. And the MVP in the NBA Finals of 2006, who is also the Miami Heat's all time leading scorer. Very obvious connection there. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got Saint Dovon, D U B H A, Father N. And uh, that basketballer, I've given you their facts there. MVP in the 2006 NBA Finals and the Miami Heat's all-time leading scorer. Mm. No, any basketballers, anyone? <laughs> no. Okay. Not at my height. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'd say we we'll need another clue. Okay. I, I would think. Go nope. again, I'd say. Yeah. It sounds like it. All right. St. Dovon, the NBA Finals MVP 2006 and Rebel Rouser, 1958. Rebel Rouser in 58. Rebel Rouser. Never heard of it. Rebel Rouser, 1958. Is, I presume it could be a film or a... Yeah, or probably an actor in said mm. film. And... Mm. Rebel Rouser. No, I've got nothing. No, nothing. No, we'd have to go again. Okay, no problem. For one point. St. Dovon, the NBA Finals MVP 2006, blah, blah, blah. Rebel Rouser, 1958. And final clue, The Rock. Oh. Do you know what? Weirdly, I was going to say in my head, because it's a, a basketball player, something like Dwayne. Yeah, it sounds typically basketball -y. Not to be stereotypical or anything. He's tall. <laughs> He's tall. <laughs> so, Dwayne. Dwayne is your answer. Yeah. And it's right for one point. Yeah. So, just to explain, what are we looking for there? Well, The Rock is the nickname of... Uh, Dwayne Johnson, actor and former wrestler. Rebel Rouser, 1958 hit, a guitar instrumental by a guy called Dwayne Eddy. Dwayne Wade is that famous basketballer, the Miami Heat's all-time leading scorer. And only when researching this show do I discover that Dwayne is considered an Irish name, or certainly a Celtic name, coming from that aforementioned St. Dovon, who was originally born in Wales, but founded a monastery on uh, Hookhead. Yes, in Wexford. Dovon eventually transmogrified into Dwayne. We live in there. Right. Well done. You got a point there, guys. Across we go now to the red team. That's uh, David, Karen, and Sean. And here's your first two pieces of information. Dwayne Chapman. Yeah, Dwayne is... I got a lot of Dwayne action this week on the show. <laughs> Dwayne Chapman and Broad August Shida. They're 
Michael D. Higgins dogs. Okay. Yes. I'll go with that, so. But that, like, bro and cheetah, but, like, what yeah. was... Dwayne Chapman? Dwayne should we get another clue? Right. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, another... We got another clue, please, John? Righto. We've got Dwayne Chapman, Bro Dagashida, and Cerberus. Just famous dogs? Could well be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you playing that? Yeah, go on. Go for it. Uh, I'll give you that for two points. Dogs. Dogs, what I'm looking for, really. We had Dwayne Chapman. He was a guy who had a TV show between 2004 and 2012. His nickname was Dog Chapman. He was Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's his name there, Dwayne ah. Chapman. Yeah, of course. Bro are uh, the president's two dogs. The words, translations of pride and silk. Cerberus was the guard dog of Hades in Greek mythology. And the final clue we didn't need was the Bahamen, which oh, yeah. I'm sure the everyone remembers there. Ma- classic. One, one classic well. tune, Who Let the Dogs Out? Well, my five-year-old is going to be delighted because I asked her for things that begin with D for my research, and she said dog. <laughs> well, there's that gone now. That's gone, yeah. You could strike a line through that one now, unlucky. All right. <laughs> However, Patrick, you might get some points here. You go back in. Blue team. First two pieces of information are John Constantine and Shazam. John Constantine. Shazam. And sh- Shazam. Say it just like that too, John. Shazam. Shazam is not the um, the audio lookup thing. The yeah. Music. Yeah, you play it. Um, so. Couple of seconds the song and it. It'll tell you the name of it. Yeah. Is there is there some kind of company that John Constantine and Shazam are linked, like Deezer or something like that? Possibly. Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. Maybe another clue might help. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no problem. John Constantine, Shazam, and third piece of info is Kara Zar L. So that's one that's a surname is Z O R hyphen E L. And Sean looks happy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a typical team of the night. <laughs> Sorry, John. So yeah, Kara is K A R A Zor hyphen L. Um, I suppose sticking to the theme of D, could it be DJs, something to do with music, something like that? I don't know. That's not my answer. That's me. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not. I'm not hovering over the buzzers of the bells or anything. <laughs> None no. of them names ring a bell. Only the Shazam bit. But um, yeah, but does Kara Zor L? Is that like you know how oh, the 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 Krypton? Krypton, the people, um, Superman, and all them are Kal El and Zora. Oh, that's not... there you go. So it could be DC, DC Universe, or DC Comics. We must be connected. DC Universe. I, I think that might be a. Is that like that's? Is that like Supergirl's name or something like that? Well, there we go. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we playing on this one? Will we take a punt? Ah, uh, sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? So you're saying. DC Universe, something. That's for two yeah. points. Well done. Good enough. Yeah. Well done. They're all DC Comics characters, DC Universe characters, whatever you want to say. John Constantine, he's a character on a DC comic portrayed by Keanu Reeves in a film back and in. And you had heard the name. Back in the, yeah. About 15 years ago. Shazam is also one. He was brought to the screen in a 2019 film 
And Cara Zorel is exactly Supergirl. That's her real, that's her actual name. Apparently so. And the fourth and final clue you never got to was Mr. Bruce Wayne. Uh, I'm yeah. sure you would have. Mm-hmm. Anyway, two okay. points for you there. Well done. Not Bruce Dwayne. That would have been even neater. Bruce Dwayne, <laughs> that, if only, if only. I mean, yeah, if... Now we got uh, one final question in this round for the red team. And here they are. First two pieces of info. Least populous country on mainland Africa and a Champions League winner with Liverpool who also played for Marseille, Lazio and QPR. Least populous country on the mainland of Africa and a Champions League winner with Liverpool who also played for Marseille, Lazio and QPR. Mm. These uh, should be two of my absolute wheelhouses and I'm drawing a little bit of a... Ooh, hang, on. Uh, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I think I've got this here. Um, they are... Can't hear you, Dave. Sorry, yeah, I think I've got this here. They are um, jibs. Because um, the... Uh, Gibril Sisse is the footballer. It took me a little while to get there, I've got to say. <laughs> um, and I think the least populous country on the mainland of Africa is Djibouti. So um, I think that's it. Do you think that's enough to go for? Yeah. yeah. Let's, that. Let's yeah, go for Jib being the connection. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll... That's excellent work. It's not a... You're not 100% right, but you are 99% right, so I'm going to give you the three points. Uh, they are all... To do the DJ start of a name, right? Which you had spotted there. Fair yeah. enough. So we had Djibouti is the least populous country on mainland Africa. Champions League winner was Gibril Cisse. Third clue is going to be Jean Reinhardt, who is better known as Django Reinhardt, jazz uh, guitarist. And finally was the best-selling manufacturer of unmanned aerial vehicles, a.k.a. drones, which is DJI. The Chinese company. So I'm going to be very generous because I was very impressed with that work, David, and give you the three points there. It's particularly as I was staring blankly at the screen for about ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. The old, uh, the old skills, as you can see, came into use in that's, that one. Yeah, well, that's good for you. Now let's go and check the scores of Clancy before we go on to the round three. Blue team six points. Red team twelve points. Okay, twelve points to six. However, we've reached round three, the audio round. The team that's in gets a point for identifying the track name and who is performing it. And then there'll be two subsequent questions worth a point each as well. A wrong answer at any stage, though, we'll see it offered across for a potential bonus. We're going to be starting with the team that's trailing. That's the blue team. So, blue team, here is the first piece of music for you. Right, so blue team, who who is that and what were they singing? Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Get Get lucky. lucky. Yeah. Correct. Point for you guys. Now you have two subsequent questions. First of those, who sang the vocal on Get Lucky by Daft Punk? Mm. Heard a bit from there. Uh, Is it... 
Is it Pharrell Williams? Williams. Oh, was, yes. It's Pharrell Williams. Yes, you're right. And yeah, yeah. They concur with you, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. They were delighted to hear you say that. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. The wrong answer. <laughs> Pharrell Williams <laughs> is right. And final question: Which member of Daft Punk has, amongst other credits, had a hit in 1998 with the song "Music Sounds Better with You" as part of the trio Stardust? And produced Arcade Fire's 2017 album Everything Now. What's that person's name? There's only two of them. <laughs> you have a 50 50 if you know the members of Daft Punk. Yeah. Does anyone know the name for definite? No, because the only, only other bit of information I wrote down straight away was Nile Rogers, who's just a guitar bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's produced a lot. I know the two names, but I don't want to name them both <laughs> if I get wrong. Well, if you pick one. No, well, I just pick one. Yeah, just say one because then uh, don't say the second. You're only you're yeah, not saying. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I'm not giving the other answer. Um, yeah. Is it Thomas Baltanger or however it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Well done, well done. I would say Bangalter, but yeah. that is the man. Thomas is correct. All right, well done. Okay, going to hush you all again, and we're going to have the uh, first piece of music for the red team. Drawn, drawn, ordinary world. That sounded pretty uh, definitive, Karen, because it's correct. Yeah, myself and Carol were supposed to go see them in St. Anne's Park in June. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we not get to go. Well, okay. Well, it's got you a point here. That's, you know, something to salvage from the situation. Although not for Carol, because she's on the side. Okay. <laughs> right. You have two subsequent questions, and here they are. Duran Duran got their name from that of a character in the 1968 film Barbarella. Tell me, please, which Irish actor portrayed the character of Dr. Duran Durand in that film? Well, uh, as is usual for film questions, I've never seen it, so I'm not a great deal of help <laughs> on this one. No, neither have I. I don't know why, but the first thing that came to mind was someone like Peter O'Toole or Richard Harris. Um, literally, they were the two people in my mind as well. I have so, no idea. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you going to pick one of them? Um, Up to you, Karen. Go on. It's a pretty old film, so Richard Harris, maybe? Okay. You're playing that? Right. Yeah. I'm afraid that's oh. incorrect. Okay. Across we go uh, to the blues. You could get a bonus here. Tell me who played the character of Duran Duran in the 1968 film Barbarella, an Irish actor. Who was that? Well, I was going with the same logic, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> not many Irish actors from that particular period. So no, what have we got? Well, go Peter O'Toole and Peter O'Toole was the only one I could think of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you playing that? Can we go with that. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah. I'm afraid everyone's uh, knowledge is uh, right out here on this topic. Uh, so Duran Duran was portrayed by. Uh, Milo O'Shea. Oh. Melbourne born Milo oh, O'Shea. In 1995, this song was from 1994. In 1995, Duran Duran reached number 17 in the UK charts with a cover of which song by Melly Mel originally? 
Um, oh, it was um, uh, White Lines, wasn't it? White Lines. Yes, it was. Well done. Yeah, I was sorry. I was I was hung up for a second on their um, cover of 9/11 as a joke, which was in <laughs> in itself a joke, really. Uh, where are we at? We're back to back to the blue team, and blue team. Here is your next piece of music. I'll just mute everyone again. <laughs> out when the when the when the vocals yeah. comes in no, and there's a bit of the star the he's about to say the kind of disappears but yeah that's why it fades out yeah <laughs> i don't want that all right so blue team any idea there i mean i i, I think it might have been sampled by somebody later on yeah so, yeah so i don't well, know if that's that bonus. i don't know if that's a future one yeah yeah keep, yeah keep that fact close to the chest for now yeah to... yeah I mean, so unless it's the same song, but I don't know if it's the same same title as the the group that drew it later on in the nineties, or yeah, late nineties, early thousands. Is it? I don't. Is it nearly safer to pass and give nothing away if we're if we're not sure? Because I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I've got I've got a name and a band, but none of them have the letter D in it. So. <laughs> Just use the chat for a minute. Yeah, let's oh, John, use. Yeah. Okay. All right. John, look I'll edit this. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about me? I'm with Sean. Yeah. He's covering his. <laughs> I was Carol. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Will we go with this. I would agree with that. <laughs> can Sean? So. Can Sean uncover his eyes now, or is uh, does that? Oh, yeah, Sean. Can look back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, John, is it Deep Purple with Hush? Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Correct. <laughs> it's always Deep Purple. <laughs> <laughs> always Deep Purple. Excellently worked out there after what felt like half an hour of our lives. But you got a right answer, <laughs> so that's the good thing. Yeah. All right, well, your first question. Patrick may, be up, may have a head start on this one. Which group reached number eight in Ireland and number two in the UK with a 1997 cover of this song? Shaker, isn't it? It's a cooler shaker, isn't it? Yeah. Very good. Correct. And one more, bit harder. This song was originally written by which American composer and musician? The winner of the Grammy Award for Song of the Year in 1970 for his song Games People Play. Mm. I'm just trying to yeah. hear, hear. I'm just trying to hear his voice in my head. With the song. <laughs> You know the song anyway. Yeah, yeah. So what was that person's name? He wrote, as I said, he won Grammy for Games People Play in 1970, but he also wrote this song, uh, which he wrote in 1967. 1970. I don't know. Games People... Uh, no. No. Um, Taylor. <laughs> it's a 
name Taylor. That's his name, Taylor. James Taylor. Oh, that's my only name no. I've got. Afraid not. The Taylors from Duran Duran. <laughs> might as well might as well stick a name in at least. <laughs> Absolutely. That would have been fun if there'd been a kind of a Taylor thread going through the round that we, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to pass that one across to the Reds, who might get a bonus. The song was written by which American composer and musician, the winner of the Grammy Award for Song of the Year in 1970, for his song "Games People Play." I have no idea on that one. Okay, okay. All right, Dave. you're honest, David. You're honest. If I had to guess, I'd say Bob Dylan. I think he was around that time. Well, he was around that time, certainly, Sean. As long as that ringing the bell. There were lots of people around that <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Uh, Karen, any input before we uh, push a button? Just go Bob Dylan. I, I don't know. You don't. No idea. Okay. All right. So you're playing Bob Dylan. I'm afraid it's incorrect, Sean. That was a man by the name of Joe South. All right. Okay. Well, at least it's someone I've genuinely never heard of. And <laughs> not, uh, not something that should have been in there somewhere. <laughs> All right, final piece of music of this incredibly long music round is coming up, <laughs> and it is for the red team. So let's mute everyone, and hopefully we'll hear this fine. The only thing I can come up with is Dixie Chicks. That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't ring any bells with me, the, the thing, so, yeah. Have we a no, song title? It's not, it's not yeah. at all. I don't know any of their songs. So. <laughs> no. Will we go for it? Yeah, go on. Might as well. Well, Dixie you... Chicks, yeah, technically, you need the song title and the artist. So I'm afraid that's a wrong noise. So across we go to the blue team. Patrick and Carol and John. What's the name of that song and who's it by? Oh, I'm only as far as Dixie Chicks myself. <laughs> the exact yeah. same. Exact same. The only song I know by them is Cramblin' Soldier and that's not it. So. Um... Let's come up with a song title. <laughs> Does anyone not have, do, do we not have a go a go to Dixie Chicks like, song you mean title? My back kind of thing because it's a country <laughs> song. Um, you know, you're in the country where Garth Brooks can sell out however many nights it was at Croke Park before <laughs> So you know, you should be able to get there. Very dark, very dark time oh, in our history, you're David. Not you're not the only five people who No, I think it's a bonus, so I better hurry up. Blue team. <laughs> No. Get your Dixie Chicks name, song name generator out. Other and... Cross. <laughs> yeah. Fred, unlucky everybody. That there was indeed the Dixie Chicks with their big hit of about nineteen ninety eight, Wide Open Spaces. Oh, so I that's okay. Well, you have two subsequent questions now, and it's uh, the red team, who clearly know their Dixie Chicks. So here we go. Since June twenty fifth of this year. The group have officially renamed themselves to what? Uh, now this bit is uh, is within my Dixie Chicks knowledge. Uh, they they've they've just dropped the Dixie and they're now the Chicks, I believe. The chicks. Yeah. That's correct. Henceforth, but not 
it wasn't compatible with my round that I referred to them as that yet. So I had to stay with Dixie for and a few minutes there. All right, and one more question. As revealed in a Rolling Stone magazine article in 1998, the inspiration for the group's original name, Dixie Chicks, was which 1973 album, the third studio album by the American swamp rock band, Little Feet? No idea. Hmm. Maybe no. Dixie Chicken or something like that. I don't know. They're not a uh, not a band I know. No, Dixie Chicken. Yeah, go on. Go that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the power of guesswork. It's exactly incredibly correct, David. It was indeed an album called Dixie Chicken. Right, uh, that was well done. Well done there on that one. Let's go and check the scores before we take our ad break and come back with round four. So, Clancy, how does the score stand now? Blue team 11 points. Red team 16 points. So, a 16 to 11 lead uh, for the red team. We're going to uh, take an ad break and we'll be back in about two minutes' time. Please do not go away. Good evening. This is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Claremont Community Radio. I'm your host, John Nolan, and tonight I am posing and they are answering a series of questions to do with the letter D. Now, after three rounds tonight, the red team, which is David Lee, Karen Crofton and Sean McDermott, are on 16 points, five ahead of the blue team. On 11, that's Carol Cronin, John Cribben and Patrick Mulrennan. OK, we've reached our fourth and final round. It's our 20 questions round. In this round, the team that is in will get asked a question. If they get it right, they get a point, but they also get the next question. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they will get a bonus six point for that achievement. A wrong answer, though, at any stage will see control of the game go across and the other side will get a chance to get a bonus on the one that was missed and will get the next question as well. Starting with the team that's trailing, as is our tradition, which tonight is the Blues. So, Carol, John and Patrick, first question of the evening goes to yourself. Question one. The Chronic 1992 was the debut album released by which artist born Andre Young in 1965. In 2004, he became the richest person in hip-hop when Apple purchased the Beats brand, which he had co-founded for $3 billion. Who was that? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. That's correct. Double D. Yeah, he had not, he had some funny too. Okay, number two. Even though the writings of Ptolemy in about AD 140 provide possibly the earliest reference to a settlement there, which Irish city celebrated its official millennium in 1988? Dublin. Yep. Yeah. Dublin was great in 88. Official millennium. It's like the Queen. They just decided they were going to have a birthday and they went and did that. All right. Number three. The fourth longest river in Europe. Which waterway rises in the Valdai Hills near Smolensk in Russia before flowing through Belarus and Ukraine? including the capital, Kiev, to the Black Sea. I presume this is the Dnieper. I would have thought that it's, a, it's not the Danube. Like, no, it's not the Danube. It's the wrong it's, way. Like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're saying the Dnieper. Yeah. Correct. Oh, a trick question there. That wasn't tricky in the least. <laughs> uh, now, number four. Hispaniola is one of only two Caribbean islands, along with St. Martin, that is shared between two sovereign states. Which nation shares the island with Haiti? 
It's the Dominican Republic. Republic. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Lovely. All right. That's four. So for five in a row and the bonus point. Which surname, which name, I suppose, is shared by a famous composer, 1841 to 1904, and an alternative layout to the QWERTY keyboard, which is named after the American education professor who patented it in 1936. Yeah. No one hanging around from Carol. She knew that yeah. one. I oh, okay. straight, straight in there. In there. Fair play. I knew the keyboard, not the composer. <laughs> well, I, I, knew the, I knew the composer, all right. But, yeah. So, yes, Dvorak, Dvorak is correct. And that's two points. Well done. Now we cross over and uh, the Reds are in. Red team, here's your first question. Which four letters provide the name uh, for the fashion house specializing in goods for both men and women that was founded in 1984 by fashion designer Donna Karan? E-K-N-Y. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, N-Y. Yep, that's correct. The first Schleswig War, 1848-52, and the second Schleswig War, 1st of February to 30th of October, 1864, were fo- both fought by the German Confederation and which other country? Uh, so the Schleswig-Holstein is the bit between Germany and Denmark, so... I should say Denmark for this. It's correct. Well done. Cylindrical, barrel, hourglass, kettle and frame are some of the entries in the traditional classification system for which musical instrument? Drum. Yes. Kettle drum. Yeah, kettle drum. Correct. Well done. Yeah. They're all types of drum. Uh, Generally recognised as being the beginning of modern role-playing games, which tabletop role-playing game was designed by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson and first published in 1974. Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, guys, yes. Not much conferring needed here so far. You're flying through these questions. All right, so you've reached the point where you get five in a row if you get this one right. A masked artist similar to Marshmallow and Daft Punk, Canadian electronic music producer, DJ and musician Joel Zimmerman is known professionally by which name? Dead 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 Yep. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and a second bell for that. Right back out. Where's my second bell? There it is. <laughs> All right. So that's good. Nobody's missed a question yet. Back we go to the blue team. <laughs> Officially, the National Capital Territory. Which Union Territory of India covers an area of 1,484 square kilometres and includes within it the nation's capital city? My Indian regions are limited. I know Darjeeling is one, but... That's... Yeah. It's the I'll right read. letter, anyway. I'll read. <laughs> that, the, that was it. Officially the I... National Capital Territory... Officially, mm. which Union Territory of India covers an area of 1,484 square kilometres and includes within it the nation's capital city? Oh, hang on. I wonder is because Delhi. Oh. Is obviously the, but it's New Delhi now, so I presume the that capital is, territory is we Delhi. Got, we got to hear the penny drop there <laughs> when it happened. Correct. Yes, the Delhi Territory contains New Delhi. All right, you, got, you survived that one. Next one. Agreed in 1777 by delegates from Tipperary, Galway, Mayo, Sligo and Roscommon and consisting of 25 rules and several footnotes, 
the Irish code governing which specific form of combat became the rule book for it here in the UK and in some parts of the US. That'd be duelling, isn't it? Duelling, I would have thought, yeah. Same logic, yeah. Very good. That's correct, yes. It was the Irish code duello. Right, uh, where are we? No, next one. Being used as part of the title of an American TV series that originally aired from 1997 until 2002. What word in Hinduism signifies the right way of living? In Buddhism means cosmic law and order, whereas for Sikhs it means the path of righteousness and proper religious practice. Dharma, is it? Yeah, is this Dharma and Greg? Dharma and Greg, yeah. Correct. Dharma is the right answer there. Next question for four in a row. Theodore Geisel, 1904 to 1991, is best known for his work writing and illustrating more than 60 books, including some of the most popular children's books of all time. Under which pen name? Yeah, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Yeah. Seuss, Carol. Correct. And for another five in a row, a film adaptation directed by Denny Villeneuve is scheduled to be released in December 2020. Who knows? That might happen. Uh, which 1965 science fiction novel by American author Frank Herbert tells the story of young Paul Atreides, whose family accepts the stewardship of a planet called Arrakis? Is it Dune? Is it Dune, John? Is it Dune? Is it Dune? Uh, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I heard of it. It is Dune, correct. D-U-N-E. And of course, it was I already late, uh, and I've, I that was one of the things I meant to look up today. Who wrote? <laughs> I forgot. So yeah, there was a film in the early eighties, of course, by David Lynch. But uh, there's another one on the way out. All right. So currently, you're a point up, blue team, but you have to give control of the game over to the Reds. And there are, of course, five questions left in the set. So here we go, red team. The approximately seven million people who live there often refer to it as the Metroplex. This conurbated metropolitan area is larger in area than the states of Rhode Island and Connecticut combined and larger than the state of New Jersey itself. It includes 15 cities with a population of over 100,000 people, but is officially named after the two largest, which are Fort Worth and which other? Dallas. 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 Correct. Dallas. That's in Texas. Okay. Your sides are level. Next question. The Cicero Parish, S-I-S-S-E-R-O-U, is the island's national bird and features on the national flag, which is one of only two national flags containing the colour purple. Rosso, R-O-S-E-A-U, is the capital and largest city of which island nation that gained independence from the UK in 1978? Dominica. Yeah. Dominica, correct. Peter Sellers plays three different characters, including the titular one in which 1964 black comedy directed, produced and co-written by Stanley Kubrick. Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove. And I'm not going to do the subtitle because <laughs> that should be enough for anybody. That is, I'm going to, yes, fine. Brackets or how I learned to start worrying and love the bone close bracket. Yeah. I have done here, Dr. Strangelove, dot, dot, dot. So that's fine. That's all good for there. <laughs> Right, two, you're up by two. There's two questions to go. And the first of them is, which county's football team are the last to defeat Dublin in the All-Ireland Senior Championship? Doing so way back on August 31st of 2014. Don't go, I think. Well, let's listen to Karen Don't here. Go. 
Good old Donegal Derry. Donegal or Derry? It's more likely to be Donegal because they have a better football team. Thanks. Whoa! That's reasonable logic there, Karen. I'll be down. Reckon I'll go with you on that one. I go Donegal. You're going Donegal. It's correct. Yes. They defeated Dublin in that year's All-Ireland semi-final. Uh, however, they did end up losing to Kerry in the final. And the final question of the set. You have won the match now, but sure, why not? Finish with a flourish. Potential two points here. Included in the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines, which drug that typically produces a calming effect was patented in 1959 by Hoffman LaRoche and launched in 1963 under the trade name Valium? That's um, diazepam. Diazepam. <laughs> he went there yeah. and he got it right. Well done, David. It's correct. And that's two points finish. So uh, I think we had no questions missed at all in the final round. Tremendous achievement, everybody. Well done. <laughs> okay, let's go over to Clancy and we check how the final scores stand. Blue team 23 points. Red team 28 points. So it's a five-point win for the red team. Congratulations to David Lee, Karen Crofton and Sean McDermott on a very mm-hmm. impressive performance. Ooh. <laughs> particularly sweet for Sean I think sitting where he is right there beside John Cribbett who is on the blue team alongside Carol Cronin and Patrick Mulderen thank you all for coming along and taking part tonight everyone thank you thank Thanks, you John. no problem guys <laughs> thank you to our listeners at home uh, and however you've been listening if you listen to us on a digital platform please uh, stay tuned for the podcast extras which will be coming up in about 20 seconds time until that for me and from everyone here Good luck, goodbye, and we'll see you again next week for another quiz. Goodbye. Podcast Extras Oh, and hello, you two. (laughs) Hello there. Hello, John. Hey, guys. I didn't know you were doing it as a... Uh, My internet was dodgy, so I just said it's handier to come here. Mm. You just turned up the house. I couldn't say no. I okay. Just Sorry, <laughs> if you brought Butchie, I'm not cross. <laughs> All right. That is interesting. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. Rec- I hope this isn't recording. Yeah, yeah, it's recording right now. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can. While, well, while, while we've got a slight aside, am I supposed to be able to hear Clancy and all the bells and stuff? Because uh, I don't. Well, you are. I mean, if you can hear me, I'm on the same feed. No, I, I, not... I've not heard Clancy or the bells or the buzzer. We can't either. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me just see. I was just working on the assumption it was just the magic of radio that it was just added in later. Oh, no, no, you should be hearing this. Hold on, hold on. Let me... Do you know, I could be on the wrong microphone here. You might not be hearing me uh, the way you should be hearing me. You might be hearing me just from the microphone on the computer. So if I click you this... Know, you, you, I just like the sound of your voice anyway, okay. John. It doesn't matter how I get it. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Yeah, we okay. Do I sound any different now? That's yes. the question. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, timbre's a bit different. Yeah, good. And then yeah, no You're a bit sound. more manly now, sounding. <laughs> we tried to curry favour, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for some soft marking <laughs> later on. <laughs>
I'm kind of disappointed Jack Charlton being born in 1935 wasn't one of the options. <laughs> <laughs> As Lam, Al Hamo up. <laughs> Yeah, Newcastle no. maybe. <laughs> Quite late in the evening, it probably was, isn't it? <laughs> Sounding quite perky there, Clancy. Clancy's got the week. technological upgrade this year. Okay. Yeah. He sounds like he's double jobbing for the BBC World Service or something. <laughs> Carol, I can't say any more. Okay. Right. As opposed to the Thank lad you. who's called Guy. So Guy, to are... my mom, Christo or something. Yeah, he's got a nice dog. I have no idea what the other one was called. So uh, yeah, was, uh, Guy, home and I was Christo. kind of hoping you'd get it right. I don't care. There's three out of three on there. Po- on a point for, for, for future references, are we not allowed to use the chat message thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, A, I don't know if you could do it without all six people seeing it and B you can send private messages yeah. B it's not great radio I have to tell that's you that's alright so I, I think that was but, a nice feature of the old seasons you know where you were sliding notes to each other the day there like, I used to be like say yeah. something say say something somebody say something right? <laughs> say something okay oh shit is, is, is he is he um, is he in the West Wing as the as the Attorney General or something like that I can't recall uh, he's that. In somewhere, yeah. He was in film version of uh, Ulysses, and he played uh, Leo Bloom in that. Oh, oh I think it's the same one. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah he was yeah he's okay. the chief justice. Sorry, chief justice in West Wing. That's good knowledge. Oh, for that's it, and he's retiring. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Are you waving at me for the crack, or was there a problem? We're not getting anything. Hear uh, any sound? I was just following your instruction of wave at the at the screen if we can't hear yeah, you. Yeah, we joined in, and it was fun after that. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Uh, can we not just use the chat for a minute? Yeah, let's John, use it. Yeah. Okay, all right. John, look away. I'll edit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about me? I'm with Sean, yeah. He's covering his <laughs> No, they can't. They can't. Everyone else, close your eyes. We're <laughs> all right. Obviously, this is all getting dropped in the edit. Inclu- and by playing the song three times is obviously not getting in the edit either. Um... What do we think? Uh, we're just... <laughs> I need to come up with a ruling on how long chats yeah, can happen for if we're going to do this. Okay. Karen, any input before we uh, push a button? She's on mute. Oh, you're, yeah, you're on. Just go back. Sorry, I, I don't know. You don't. No idea. Okay. All right. Annoying that you can do it. There's an mute all button, but there's not an unmute all button. So I have to go up and uh, unmute everyone individually. Yeah, it's hard work, isn't it? The people of Zoom, I should write them an email. Yeah. Yeah, I know you had all these security issues there, Zoom, but seriously, the biggest deal is no unmute all button. Right, oh, uh, John's away now. Is he coming back? He'll be back now in a second. Okay, okay, okay. Am I holding everyone up? Yes, John, frankly, but... Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You don't want to share a screen there, John, do you? <laughs> all right. We yeah. We're all ready. Uh, let's uh, just act like we've come back from an ad break. Okay, everyone, thank you very much. Sorry about the odd... The levels seem to be all over the place tonight in terms of I keep having to... There's a recording line level that I have to turn up and then it seems to go down again. 
by its own accord. Oh. So th not to worry. That's why we had some issues hearing audio. But um, yeah, not to worry. We got through it. Very impressive stuff there tonight. That's fifty-one points scored. <laughs> That's pretty good Fine. now. Yeah. Fair play. I actually, I, I got a text saying I made a mistake last week, uh, which was I asked a question about Live Aid, mm -hmm. uh, but I said it was 25 years ago. Texter pointed out, that was actually 35 years ago, John. It just doesn't feel like it was, but it was. Oh, no. oh are you, have, you, have you two, like, uh, in, the, in the podcast extra this week, have you got to do an apology or correction or something like that? Dear listeners, I humbly apologize for the terrible error last week. Mind you, we still answered correctly. These things happen, you know. Oh yeah.